Well, hello. And welcome back to another episode of the Keeping That Smile podcast. Featuring me, Ryan Smith. Who is, of course, your director, producer, stuntman, actor, stage designer, uh, coat hanger, light bulb switch, executioner of people, and podcast host on this very special episode of the Keeping That Smile podcast. How are you? All right? You good? Awesome. Don't care. It's all about me, as you know. So on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, there will be swearing. I apologize for that now. More so to my darling grandma and grandpapa. And uh, swear warning, what else? What have I got? Oh, we don't edit on this podcast. There is no editing. It is straight through for 25 to 30 minutes of just raw, passionate sex appeal. That's what you get from me. That's why people are here. Not for the mental health, not for the fitness, not for the keeping that smile. For raw sex appeal. And if I am not sex appeal, I don't know what is. I'm still looking for it, to be honest. Never seen it on anyone else. Apart from you, Sally. You beautiful goddess of love. Anywho, how are... I don't know why I keep asking how are you. I'm good, thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> let me... I've got... I'm so excited about this podcast episode. I, I am so excited about this podcast episode. Um, you will be listening to this on Thursday. It will be Thursdays from now on for the Keeping That Smile episodes. Uh, I've really struggled doing Wednesdays. Um, Sally has a lot of calls on Tuesdays, um, which means that I can't record this because you'll be hearing her in the background and all this kind of stuff. So Wednesdays, I'll be recording this from now on and for the Thursday. The reason... I am so excited for this podcast is because of the email I've been sent, right? We've had some great emails on this uh, on this podcast and it's, I cannot wait to read this out. I hope I do it justice. It's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. Um, but first, I'm just going to really quickly... Uh, give you an update about how everything's going with me. As some of you know, I've been, uh, I'm st I've started my cut. I'm two weeks into my cut now. Uh, well, actually two weeks and two days into my cut. Excuse me. Um, I started at 94.95 kilograms. Uh, as of today, I'm 90.65, which is brilliant. Absolutely chuffed with that. I keep burping. I'm sorry. Damn you, orange squash. Um, so I'm now 90.65, which is amazing. I've lost uh, probably a little bit too much than I actually wanted to, but I've really gone in for, for the first two weeks and I'm absolutely over the moon. Uh, the target is to be around about 80 to 82 kilograms. Uh, I'm not looking to, you know, become a bodybuilder or anything that like that. I've got no interest in that. Just want to look a little bit better and feel better in myself. So I've got about another stone and a half to go. We've got until the end of September um, to get there. Which, if, you know, for any reason that we're not there, we can carry on a bit longer. But my goal is to lose about a kilogram every week. So hopefully every week on this podcast, I'll be like, oh, 90.65. And then hopefully next week, I'm 89.6 or something like that. So that's good. Um, sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. This segment is called Keeping Up With The Carnelians. If you don't know why 
go back and listen to the first episode. It will, I'll explain it all there. Um, what else have I got? It's all in my notes. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm, too, I, I'm, I'm scrambled because I'm so excited to read out this email. I like, I, I've, I've, I haven't written any notes at this point. I'm just excited to read out this goddamn email. Um, work at uh, the new train urban facility has been unreal. Um, I'm fully booked. I'm fully booked, guys. You know, on this where I'm like, I won't sell myself, which, by the way, I would never, I would never sell myself as a PT on this. I would never do that to you guys because this is a safe environment where no one's trying to sell you anything. I'm not trying to sell you my exceptionally good personal training services. I would never do that. Never. Because I'm fully booked. But, you know, online coaching is still available for people that are interested, but... You know, if you if you want to, you don't have to. I'm just just saying. You know, it's it'll change your life. I, I'm I'm a life changing kind of person. If you know, if whatever. Anyway, uh, I'm fully booked, guys. Which is uh, one of the first times in my career. Um, which is it's been an absolutely hell of a long ride, um, a journey, and I'm, I'm there. I'm pretty much happy with with what I've got. I don't want to overdo myself because then. I'm not going to be putting in the same kind of effort for other clients. And I want to keep it that kind of brilliant personal training environment, you know? Um, so I've picked up some more classes um, from a different company called Core, uh, where I'll be doing spin and um, hit classes uh, on some mornings. And all my mornings are pretty much packed now. So all my mornings, I'm pretty much waking up at half five every day, uh, probably earlier than that sometimes. And uh, yeah, and then work until about 9 p.m. in the evenings. Which kind of sucks because I really enjoy watching Love Island. <laughs> and I have to eat late as well, which kind of sucks. But at the same time, I get weekends off so I can fully just relax and enjoy myself until I go back on the Monday. Um, what else? Right, okay, so I'm going to tell you a little story first. Um, I have no idea why I'm going to tell you this story. I think it's because of the email after I'm going to tell you this story. So this story... Um, have you ever right? I'm going to put a warning out there now these next couple of stories um, are <laughs> there might be some feces involved okay and if that's not your thing I totally get it I totally get it but I'm going to tell you my story because the email kind of asks a question at the end going have you ever experienced anything like this so I'm going to kind of give you my story so that the funniest and one of the most embarrassing things that have ever happened to me um was i think it was about a couple of years back when me and sally were about maybe like nine months maybe a year into our relationship and um do you ever have this like where you're like a you're a boyfriend you're a girlfriend in a, in a couple and no matter what you say it just irritates the other person do you ever get that it just like you'll just have one of those days where you're like, oh god, I'm just annoying her or him today. I don't know what I've done, but I'm just doing it, right? And I'll give you some examples. Like um, we were we were watching Peaky Blinders. Uh, I think I, I think it was a Saturday. We were watching Peaky Blinders, uh, and I couldn't see the telly, so I wanted to close the curtains because the glare was so much. And she was like, oh, don't put the sun away. I was like, well, I'm not putting the sun away. It'll still be there later. It's not, you know, I'm not killing the sun. I just can't see the telly and I want to be able to watch what I want to watch. Um, so I, obviously I didn't close the curtains. 
So I watched this really bright telly. It was basically audio for me. Um, and it was just it was just ongoing like that for three hours. Just what, no matter what I said, it was just irritating her. And couples bicker. It happens. It's just one of those days. And then um, she was like, I'm going to go for a shower. And I was like, okay. And I must, I must have said okay in the worst way possible because she stared at me as she left. And Sally, you know you did. You know you did, so don't argue. She's stared at me as she's left the room. I, I, I don't know how I said okay. I must have said okay whilst thinking about I wanted to kick a dog or something because she was so upset with what I'd said. <laughs> it was one of those days, right? And I said to myself, no matter what happens, I am not going to... I think she, maybe she had a bath. I can't remember. It's a bath or a shower. I was like, I'm not going to disturb her. Like, I want her to completely relax because I want to enjoy our evening together. So no matter what, I'm not going to interrupt her. No matter what. She locks the door. Straight away, I need a piss. Like, oh my God, straight away. And it's not even like, oh, I can probably hold it. No, I was busting. Absolutely busting, okay? And again... I'd like to say that I'm telling you this story because of the email that's coming up. That's the only reason I'm doing it. Otherwise, I'd never tell this story. <laughs> this terribly, terribly embarrassing story. Now, let me just kind of sidetrack a little bit here. Um, I've grown up not really cleaning that much. Well, I'm, not, I'm not a dirty person, but, you know, before I was with Sally, you know, I wouldn't do the hoovering once a week, maybe t- like once every two weeks kind of thing, if it looked a bit... You know, I'm a, I'm a typical guy, right? I'm a typical guy. Um, so Sally was pretty much in control of the cleaning. She loves a good clean, bless her. Um, she follows... Is it Mrs. Hinch on Instagram? Is that her name? I don't know. Clean Freaks, hit me up. Let me know if that's, that's her name. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm desperate for the toilet. We've only got one toilet. She's going to be in it. I think she was having a bath. So it's going to be like, what, 30 to 45 minutes. And she asked me before she went in there, do you need a toilet? And I said, no. Probably out of spite. So I've had to go to the toilet. Yes, in the kitchen sink. Right? However, there's an issue. I'm not a very tall person. I'm about 5'9 on a good day. So I've had to tiptoe to get up to the sink, okay? I can't quite reach, (laughs) okay? In hindsight, I wish I grabbed a chair, but I didn't, I didn't think about that because I was terrified that she was gonna come out and see me, right? So I've got myself into position. I'm about to start and uh, there's like a little bit of a, there's like a station in between the sink and the bench right? You know, it's not just sink there. Like if you're looking at your sink right now, there's a little gap, right? That, that little gap, I call it the cupping station, right? For, for the genitalia to gently rest, but it didn't gently rest for me. I couldn't quite get them over. I could only get the, the, the Johnson over because I'm not, again, I'm I'm a, I'm a small person. So I was on my tippy toes and I'm really sorry. It's an embarrassing story. I don't care. And I'm, I'm going, right? Now, any man listening to this now knows that if you kind of like... St- <laughs> sorry. 
if you kind of hold your balls, you kind of stop peeing. Okay? So, like, if there's any restriction to the balls, like, even if it's, like, gently hugging, which it was because I was hugging my... Sorry, Nan. My balls into the kitchen sink, right? So I was going. I thought I was done. I come off. And then there's more to come. And I was like, oh, God. So I've tried to get back onto the bench. And I've banged my nutsack against the, <laughs> against the sink as I tried to get back up. Because at this point, I'm peeing on the floor a little bit. There's, like, little droplets coming out. I was like, oh, God. And then I've hit it. And I've gone, oh, God. <laughs> and I'm, like, just in agony, like kind of like holding myself up like with one hand on the sink and then I'm like, I'm just I'm, I'm I've hurt myself too much I can't there's no point in me trying to get back up so I'm just gently just dripping on the floor a shell of a man at this point and it's a gray tiled floor so the droplets splash and they flicker everywhere and you can see them from miles away so I'm like oh god like okay fair enough and Sally's still in the bath, so I'm, I'm happy, I'm clear, right? So this was just when Sally had moved in, I think. Because um, I used to live with a girl called Meg, which I explained in the last podcast. And there was this cloth there that I don't think I ever used. Uh, so I thought, oh, like Meg's left now. It must be just an old cloth. It was, you know, fairly dry. So I've cleaned up the mess with it. Um, cleaned up the mess. Sprayed, of course, being a gentleman. <laughs> a, a good gentleman always sprays his piss <laughs> to get rid of the scent. Um, so I sprayed it, cleaned it up with the cloth, thrown the cloth in the bin, and uh, nothing else has happened. Okay? Everyone's happy. I carry on watching the football. She comes out. I was so confident that I didn't have to think of a backup story. Right? Every man... If you've done wrong, has a backup story. I didn't have one. I didn't think that there'll be an issue because I thought that cloth had been there for ages, right? So Sally comes in and goes, where's the, where's the cloth? And I was like a deer in headlights. I was like, I was, I was like, oh my God. And if you've, I'll tell you what, Kevin Hart did an amazing sketch on this, actually, if you've ever watched Kevin Hart. He's like, if you ever catch your man out, He'll just start saying things that don't make sense, right? So I was like, oh, what cloth? Well, the, the cloth that was on the on the side next to the sink. I was like, oh, right, yeah, no, I just uh, threw it in the bin. She was like, why? And I was like, oh, was, there, was, there was some grease. And like, in my head, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you saying? She was like, grease? And obviously she's a clean freak. So she's like, where? Where was the grease? Where was it? Tell me where it is now. And I was like, no, it's all right. Don't worry. I got it. I got it. I got, it. I got the grease. I got the grease. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Just in the bin. She was like, yeah, but like, where was the grease? I was like, it was just under the sink. It was, you know, it's just on the, under the sink. There's just some grease there. Like the, you know, you had to turn the thing and the pipe and, you know, it's a bit of grease. She's like, I don't, what? I was like, darling, just... Let it go, all right? It's just a bit of grease under the sink. I cleaned it up with a cloth. I threw it in the bin. I'm sorry I threw it in the bin. Maybe I shouldn't have. You, I'll get it out of the bin if you want. And just leave it at that, all right? Just, just leave it at that, please. For the love of Christ, leave it. She's like, all right, fine. All right. But God love my darling Sally Sherlock, as I call her. 
she then asked a question that I just have no possible response for. She was like, and this cut me deep because I, I wish I had a backup, I really do. She asked just one simple question. <laughs> and she went, what were you doing under the sink? <sighs> I was like, I was like, you want the truth? You want the truth, do you? pissed on the floor, Sally. I pissed on the floor. We were in the mood with each other. I don't know why. You were in the bathroom. I, I had to go. I had to, I had to pee in the sink. I'm so sorry. I've cleaned it up. I pissed on the floor. I pissed everywhere. I hurt my balls. And that is the story of it. Um, now, I am so excited for this next bit. I'm so excited for this next bit. I, after reading this, I've not been able to sleep because I've been that excited. I hope I do it justice. Are we ready for probably the best email you will ever hear in your life? I want you to sit down wherever you are. If you're at work, leave. Leave work. I'm going to have to have some more water. Leave work. You're done for the day. You're going to listen to this story. And I hope it doesn't take too long. Okay. Are we ready? The... Uh, I'm not going to read the subject because it will give it away. Hi, Ryan. Please keep me anonymous as this is probably the most embarrassing story that has ever happened to anyone. So I'll set the scene. I was dating this girl for about four months. At this point, we were still in the honeymoon stage and we were well and truly head over heels in love with one another. I was English and she was American. We were absolutely inseparable to the point that even when she would have a girl's night, she invited me to come along. Being from the States, she, was always, uh, she always mentioned how much she missed her family. So every Friday night, she'd have a Skype call with her parents who lived in Washington, which of course then led to me being introduced to them. They were so polite and friendly, we literally hit it off straight away. I thought this was the dream. I've met a dream girl with a dream family. What could be better? On the third Skype call, they invited me and her to come and spend Thanksgiving with them. Obviously, being English, I've got no real interest in Thanksgiving, but I won't turn down free food with the lovely in-laws. We fly out and are both met with huge hugs and kisses by both the parents. Notice I said kisses. That was literal. Not on the cheeks or just like an air kiss. I received a kiss on the lips from the mum. And then the dad. Weird, right? Not a peck either. About two seconds. Two seconds is a long time to kiss your girlfriend's dad let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. We then, <laughs> we then head back to the parents' house, which is stunning. Six bedrooms, massive garden, American flag outside the front, just like you see in the films. I was then greeted by her older brother, which I feared would kiss me on the lips. So I greeted him with a handshake. As I put my hand out, he slapped it away and grabbed my face and gave me a kiss. One of those like grandma kisses where they do the Mwah! And then he said, and I quote, nothing wrong with a bit of man love. <laughs> and then laughed, which they all joined in on. I was mortified. I honestly wish that this story ended like this, but this isn't the embarrassing part of the story. It gets one million times worse. Buckle up, buckaroos. So it's Thanksgiving. 
There is more food than I've ever seen. The whole family is there. Everyone is kissing me left, right, and center. The amount of food was slightly overwhelming. I was quite a lean kid at this point, and I don't know what is... Uh, sorry. I've read, read, that, read, that, read, that, read that wrong at this point, and I don't know what it was, but I was really quite constipated. For the life of me, I don't know what happened to my stomach when I was out there, but I couldn't shit for about four days. Everyone was sitting indoors watching the NFL, which I have absolutely no interest in. And then all of a sudden, I'm desperate for the toilet. I sprint up the stairs, and of course the door is locked. I'm sweating at this point, profusely, doing my absolute best not to shit myself in the hallway of this beautiful house in front of my in-laws on Thanksgiving. The doors open, and I almost throw her grandma out of the bathroom. She tried having a conversation with me, but if it was if I was gasping for air. I finally got rid of her and sat on the toilet to produce the biggest shit you've ever seen. I'm not joking. I think I set a world record that day. It was an absolute monster. I felt two stone lighter, I really did. So I get up, hit the flush button, and what happens? It doesn't move. Not even a little bit. I flushed that toilet about six times to no avail. My plan was to go into the kitchen, get a knife, cut that, ba cut that bad boy down. <laughs> Have you ever called your shit bad boy before? It doesn't feel right, does it? <laughs> cut that bad boy down and then carry on with my day. So I peek my head out of the bathroom door, look both ways, the coast is clear. I head downstairs only for her dad to meet me at the bottom of the stairs to say, is the toilet free? To which I say, uh, yeah. Oh wait, I think I left my phone in there. I'll be two seconds. Oh dear. I rush back into the toilet and I have only one option. Throw the poo out of the window. I'd like to just pause here real quickly. I feel like there's plenty of more options you could have done at this point. Plenty, but I understand, I understand. I rush back into the toilet and I only have one option. Throw the poo out of the window. So the toilet was at the back of the house overlooking the garden. I've grabbed this American football size shit of mine and launched it down the garden. <laughs> Little had I know that about five seconds prior to this, the family were making their way out of the patio doors because it was half time in the game. So about 10 family members have heard me open the window in a panic and literally watch me throw the biggest shit <laughs> known to man down their fucking garden. <laughs> they looked up at me in absolute horror. I could do nothing but just stare back at them. I don't think anybody said a word for about 20 seconds as everyone is just staring at me and I'm staring back at them. 20 seconds is a long time to stare at your girlfriend's family after you've just thrown a shit down their garden. <laughs> oh no! I slowly just closed the window while still remaining eye contact and went to the room I was staying in. My girlfriend came up to me about two hours later and pretty much said, I think we should just be friends when we get back home. I had to stay in that house for another two days before we flew back home. So yeah, we flew back, broke up, and we've never spoken since. 
I hope you do this email justice as it's genuinely the most horrifying thing that has ever happened to me. What's the most embarrassing toilet story you've ever had, which I've explained already? Love the podcast. Keep doing you. I would love to go for a beer with you and hear you tell this story. I want to know what happened after it. I want to know what the atmosphere was like. Did anyone like? Did anyone else say anything? Was it just not spoken about? I need to know. I need to know. But I want you to know, mate, that the best thing you've done here is you've told me this story. Sorry, you've told my listeners this story. But the good news is, is that you have the best Thanksgiving story of all time. That family is going to remember that for the rest of their lives. I... (laughs) This is going to sound weird. I wish I was part of her family and I wish I witnessed that throw. Because if it's as big as I'm imagining it, which is about the same size of my microphone... (laughs) I want to see this man open this window and go, oh, God, ah, I mean, did it, this is going to sound too graphic, did it, like, crumble in your hands? Did it stay as, like, like a a solid loaf of what? Oh, my God. I have so, so many questions. Um, What am I going to title this episode? (laughs) Thanksgiving poo. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to call it. Um, yeah, but my story doesn't even uh, doesn't even do it justice. I felt like I had to do a warm up act. Um, I really wish I was there <laughs> to see it. I want to know how awkward it was. I, lo- I I do enjoy an awkward moment. I really do. Um, I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> Guys, I cannot stress enough how much that that was. That's probably the best email I'm ever going to read out. Um, if you have an embarrassing story, it doesn't have to be poo related. I don't know how well this is going to go down. I don't know if people like poo stories. Um, I apparently love them. <laughs> but if you if you have an embarrassing story, if you can think of something now that has happened, uh, I really, I really, really, really want to hear it. I really want to hear it. I'd love to read it out. I'd love for people to hear this because stories like this need to be told, I think. Um, so yeah, I don't really have much else to add. But if you if you have a story like that, please send it to keepingthatsmart at gmail.com. Uh, right at the beginning, keep me anonymous. And so I do because sometimes I forget. Go back to the OnlyFans episode. Sorry about that, guys. Um, and yeah, uh, follow me on Instagram uh, at ryansmith.pt. Um, and yeah, I hope you <laughs> hope you enjoyed the story as much as I did. Uh, these episodes will come out from on Thursdays from now on. <laughs> I don't have any words. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. It's been a pleasure. Don't don't throw poo out the window. Bye bye.